Hello and welcome to the Lookout Podcast. Across this series you'll be hearing from professionals from a range of creative industries and backgrounds share information on how they developed a successful career. In this episode you'll be hearing from Louise Blackwell and Tim Crouch as they give their advice on working in theatre. Um, So my name is Louise Blackwell, I am an independent theatre producer. My name is Tim Crouch and uh, I'm a writer and a director and I'm also a performer and I make uh, theatre mostly and sometimes I make TV. I think being a theatre producer or the kind of theatre producer that I am means that I do lots of different things. I wear lots of different hats. I basically work with artists who come to me with an idea about something that they want to make happen in the world and I talk with them about that idea, about who else we might need to make it happen, what other artists or what uh, venue partners or what spaces we need to kind of make it into a reality and I raise the money and I build partnerships to help the work become a reality in the real world. I also spend a lot of time with artists thinking about the audience and who they might be and how we might encourage them to interact with what we're making. As well as working with artists on ideas they bring to me, I also sometimes come up with ideas myself. So I've been doing what I do for a long time, but I got into it because when I was young, when I was younger, I was at school in Bogner, come from Bogner Regis, and I got into drama at school, and so I went to university and studied drama. And then when I was at university, I set up a company with a group of people. And then for about seven years after I left university, I made theatre with that company, which was great. Actually, probably the best thing I've ever done in my life, to be honest. After that, I went to drama school. So I went to a a college called Central School of Speech and Drama in London, where I did a post-grad sort of diploma in acting. And I pretended to be a proper actor for a bit and didn't like that much. Then I started to do some teaching. Then I started a PhD at at Goldsmiths University and didn't like that much. I wasn't any good at that. And then I started to write. So I started to write plays uh, in 17 years ago, in 2003. And since then, I have just made my own work. It feels like the reason that I'm... um involved in theatre is because I had a very excellent drama teacher at my secondary school in Crawley uh, called Debbie Hewitt. She is uh, an excellent woman and um, she encouraged me to get involved in theatre and actually when we were doing our GCSEs she encouraged us to set up a theatre company and tour around um, local schools. So I did study drama at A-level and then I went to a brilliant college called Dartington College of Arts um, which was a performing arts college in Devon which sadly doesn't exist anymore and I sort of learnt about work and performance that kind of crosses over genres so is not kind of in one um, not only in theatre but also dance and visual art and then when I left college I called my local arts board and spoke to a woman called Linda Lewis at the time and said I don't really know what I want to do but I think I want to work in theatre and she introduced me to a woman called Jackie Alexander. Jackie went to work with a company called Brighton Theatre Events um, which was a theatre company that toured contemporary plays and uh, they asked me to come and 
be their press officer um, at for some shows at the Edinburgh Festival. That was when I first called myself producer because Jackie and I found ourselves like doing the casting, raising the money, like sorting out all the venues, and we were like, actually, this is a bit more than administration and certainly more than PR. And so we called ourselves producers. I think when you're younger, you might not realise that what you have is what nobody else has. So understand that what's yours is nobody else's and try and hold on to what's yours um, and try and find ways to represent what's yours in whatever you choose to do. So if it's in the creative arts, uh, don't try and do it like somebody else, do it like yourself uh, because that's what an audience wants or that's what a spectator wants or that's what um, a viewer, if you're in the visual arts, they want to see you, not you pretending to be a version of somebody else. I would say go and see, if you can, find a way um, to go and see lots and lots of shows, work out what you like, work out what your taste is. There's always ways to um, get free tickets, I would say, so there's, um, you can ask people if you can be on their press list, um, there's, there's a really good um, Twitter feed by uh, Linda Bloomfield actually, who's another producer and she had a has got a whole list of how to get free or cheap tickets. Find an artist or people, a group of people that you believe in. I think that saying yes is a really good thing to do. Being an independent producer is incredibly difficult and needs you need a lot of kind of energy and also self-belief um, and I think the more you can build up your contacts um, through working with different organisations before you become independent, the better. I've had some pretty depressing moments in the uh, 35 years of my career uh, and if I let those depressing moments get the better of me I probably wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now. So you just have to hold your nerve I think uh, when you hit those challenges. Uh, try and contact what it was in the first place that led you to do what you do and know that they won't last forever. Uh, and that there will be a, a better place once you get past them. I learn more from my failures than I do from my successes. The biggest challenge of working independently is, of course, money. So you have to be incredibly resilient um, and totally believe in something and try and find a way to get your time paid for that allows you to keep working on an idea for a long period of time until somebody says yes. Don't forget to have a life in the process, you know? Don't devote all your, all your time and attention to trying to get what you want uh, at the expense of having a life. Making sure that you look after the things that really matter, which are your family, your loved ones, your friends, your friendships, your community, uh, because they are the people who will not desert you. So I feel like it's massively important for young people to have the option and the opportunity to follow a creative career if they want to, and also to explore creativity in, in everything that they do. 
I think that it is currently mostly an industry for white, middle-class, wealthy people. And I think that that is not fair. And I think that is will be the, to the detriment of the creative industries. Having a creative job is fun <laughs> and is good. And we spend so much time working that we should, if we can, do things that we love. And if um, we can find a way to be useful in society through creativity, that feels like a really important contribution. And I think young people should... Um, be able to have that choice. Creativity, art, all those things, it, it helps you to understand yourself, helps you to understand your place in the world, uh, your relationship to other people, uh, all the complexity and understanding, the empathy towards other people, those things that are not sort of necessarily sort of what you have to have to survive, but lift us again beyond just survival mode. I feel like it's enriched my life greatly. Top tips for being a theatre producer. Find people you trust and um, find artists that you're inspired by. Take an interest in other people's work. Don't be afraid of just doing it yourself. Like, no one is going to give you anything. Show people that you are trying to make an effort. Don't spend loads of money. Work with existing, established, um, well-funded organisations to start off with, if you can, to learn the ropes, like learn as much as you can. Do loads of different jobs in theatre, because I think to be a producer you have to be a bit of a jack of all trades. Lots of organisations now do paid internships, so don't work for free. Um, try and find a paid internship, um, which is difficult, but they do exist now. I would uh, identify yourself as an artist, often with actors as well. They're not, they're not encouraged to understand that what they do is an art form uh, so, that, so they don't have the confidence in themselves to recognise their voice as being as equal as anyone else. You know as much as they do. You know, uh, it, it, you might not have the same experience, but there's something in you. And everyone started with nothing, and and everyone probably feels as insecure as you do. They've just worked out how to hide it. Uh, so find some youth theatres, find some youth organisations that have an open policy that anyone can come into. It might take a little while, but you're young, so you've got plenty of time. <laughs> time is on your side. So if you want to keep up to date with any um, opportunities for young people across the creative industries, including producing, you can check out projectlookout.org or follow us on Twitter, which is Lookout Brighton. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Lookout podcast. I'd like to thank Jay Felix for allowing us to use his music in the background of this episode and Propellernet in Brighton for offering up space and equipment for us to use. In our next episode, we'll be hearing from Ruby Glaskin as she gives her advice on producing.